Ruby H. Jackson Pollock contains explicit language and content. Listener discretion is advised. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I am recording and extend my respects to all elders past, present and future. Hey guys, um, this is like the 14th time I've done this intro because um, the record levels were really low and I'm an idiot, so do with that what you wish. Our guest today is Jake Neville. He is an amazing gay filmmaker and one of my bestest friends in the whole world. I love him so much. He's so funny and knowledgeable. And he doesn't have much like business stuff, so I'm gonna plug his personal Instagram so you can like he can make some more friends. It's it's crab juice. So I-T-S-C-R-A-B-J-U-I-C-E. Okay, let's go. You would I also I don't much. know how much I can leave in this podcast that's like light <laughs> homophobia, but like Everyone who's, <laughs> who knows that, like, yeah. you know that, like, I am very much, I'm very much part of the queer community, everyone, you can't come at me, but also my tutors and yeah. lecturers might be like, did you just call him a homo? It's like, okay, as a homosexual, I am giving Ruby a pass for whatever happens in this episode. That? Did you hear that, internet? I'm allowed to say whatever I want now. Except for the F word. I would never say that, I'm an ally. <laughs> I'd say it though. You would. It. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, anyway. You know what? If the, this is an art class, they're gonna love you saying that. <laughs> you just be like, "This is about like reclaiming hate." Oh, it is though. Yeah, I it mean, fully is. But not for me. Not for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> like you reclaim to the cows come home, but it's weird because like if you were to call me like a bitch or a slut, totally cool. If a female yeah. friend did, totally cool. If a straight man called me a slut outside of the bedroom. Ladies, <laughs> I'm a feminist and I can do what I want in during sex, but um, I'd be like, uh, huh, What did you just say to me, yeah. sir? Yeah, they that's get... not your word, fuckhead. They, yeah, no, they... I feel like that'd be the worst part of being like a straight white man is you have no words to reclaim because all the words are yours. What, like, what word, like, dork? <laughs> <laughs> have um, you seen, um, um, not fisting, but footing, and they like. In, like they stomp into the hole. Um, footing, is that something you explore in your film practice? <laughs> <laughs> um, like heterosexual. <laughs> yeah. Because even heterosexual women have like bitch and cunt. I don't even I like. Put, I'm not gonna say cunt in my face. <laughs> I mean, I am. Who knows? <laughs> um, <Are> you, Monash. <laughs> okay, I feel like this is getting a bit rambling. <laughs> Representation actually does matter and not like, you know, do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I want to start this by saying yeah. um, I use Reddit uh, and there's a subreddit that's called Unpopular Opinion um, or like Change My View or something like that. Um, no, that wine is disgusting. For listeners, I just opened up what is a $3 bol- bottle of wine that Jake left for me after moving out of this home <laughs> that we're in right now. And I have to drink, like, one standard drink of something actual, actually palatable so I can then go on and drink this swill. swill. <laughs> um, yeah, keep going, sorry. So, yeah. You're so on Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> As um, all good stories start. And, 
And, like, so often, like, often most of the time the unpopular opinions that get, like, heaps of, like, upvotes and stuff are that um, people who are saying, like, oh, films nowadays are just pandering to minorities and, yeah. like, you know, like, why does everything have to be, you know, gay? Like, why do these characters have to be here? They're, like, you know, and, like, and it's in this unpopular opinion category. Mm-hmm. So it's not... And they're getting, like, decent amounts of, um, like, upvotes and stuff on it. So people are agreeing with them. Yeah. So it's not like that this is, like, something that um, people don't think or, like, talk about. Like, like it's there. And I feel like it's that, um, it's that thing when we talk about minorities, it's, like, the benevolent homophobia, benevolent sexism, where it's not... Those people aren't like, we shouldn't have gay people in movies Mm. because it's bad, but they're like, I don't understand, and they're not making any effort to correct that trend. And, like, even the phrase, like, I don't understand, isn't, like, like, it sounds innocent. Yeah, but... But it's not. Unless you're a child, and you've made no effort to educate yourself. It's, yeah, it's it's not innocent, and it is, like, an aggressive... It's, like, an aggressive stands to take um saying like i don't understand like why everything has to be like this because it yeah it's it, it, it's more angry than it is confused or like inquisitive um yeah they're not asking for people to explain it no to them. they're saying that i don't understand but what they're really saying is i don't agree with this and i've made no effort mm. or disagree with the actual evidence that's presented to me I'm not going to change my mind. Yeah. Change this because I feel uncomfortable. Well, like, it's it's kind of a big answer and I don't want to, like, sound, like, too rambly and stuff. But, like, I mean, I've grown up my whole life and even, like, in today's media and stuff, everything is only ever heterosexual romances, mm-hmm. heterosexual storylines, um, and those are just, like, the norm. Like, you yeah. have a comedy... But, like, if your comedy was about a gay man, it would now be a gay comedy. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be a comedy. Um, it's a gay movie. It's yeah. a women's movie. It's a black movie. Exactly. It's a blah, blah, blah. It's, yeah. It's not, like... But any white, straight man movie is just a movie. Exactly. Um, and so, having these characters populate these worlds is a fair representation of the worlds they're often depicting. Because, like, gay people today exist. Like, we are here, we breathe. Like, actually, this is wrong of me to say gay people. I mean, like, queer people. So, of all spectrums. Um, And they always have been. It's not like, oh, we're pandering to these people who are just cropping up. No, we just have been given the resources to do it now. And queer people are often drawn towards art and stuff. Because, like, a lot of people who come from places of trauma are drawn towards art and, like, creative self-expression. Um, so it makes sense that the people writing these stories are queer as well. Yeah. Um, and like, I, like I said, again, it's such a huge answer actually, because yeah. like, um, a lot of, <laughs> like, I don't know if you've heard about this thing, but it was called <laughs> the AIDS crisis. Um, and like, Sorry, I'm not laughing at the AIDS crisis. Just your face was very good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, I don't know if you've heard about it. Like, uh, I don't know. Like people don't really get it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was kind of gross. Like, yeah. Um, but it was, I've not heard yeah, it. well, it was just like this thing and like, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of coverage. So like mm. some people don't know, um, <laughs> which is true, which is fucking true. It's, but <laughs> it was I, like, it's like, you have to laugh about it cause it was literally genocide of a type of people. Yeah. And, and 
Like literally, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people say, like, well, where are all these queer people coming from? Where, why are there queer people in our stories? Why are they in our films? Like, I, I, like, where are all the old like queer people? Like, where are they? Like, yeah. everyone who's young now is queer, and it's like, no, they've always existed. You just killed them. Yeah, like that's so true. Like, and now you killed them or suppressed them so much yeah. that they can't even fathom their identity anymore. And it's like now we're here and we're breathing and we're taking up space and you're not yeah. willing to give that space to other people. But what I think is important now um, and what relates back to the idea of I don't understand why there's so many gay movies and gay people and trans things and blah, blah, blah. Actually, that's a lie. There's not enough trans things. But, <laughs> you know, there's... Hardly any, really. Hardly yeah. any. Um, but the point of it is, is that, like, right now it's more important to tell less stories about um, uh, being queer and dealing with queer trauma. It's yeah. more important to tell stories as stories but have these queer people populate them so that it no longer is, oh, this is a gay movie. Do you think, though, that that is a... I mean, it sounds... Just imagine that, like, very privileged straight white yeah. men don't exist. Do you think that... Can I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Can dead. We Imagine? That's how I live. <laughs> but, like, I feel... And this... You can totally contradict me on this. But I feel like gay men of the queer community probably have the foothold mm. on equality. And do you think... By no means it's close. Uh, speaking as a woman, that's so dumb of me. Because I, I have a million circumstances in which I was discriminated against mm. by my gender. I also have so many things that because I am heterosexual presenting, I am, I look enough like what we quote unquote think a woman should look like yeah. that I can get away with my gender performance. Mm. But do you think that saying, you know, we should just have queer characters or queer storylines that aren't revolving around coming out being queer, yeah. do you think that's privileged? Do you think that maybe a trans person can't just be a trans character or a trans mm. storyline without it? educating maybe about the trauma or something like that yeah fully like i think that there are different um uh, stages in developmental timelines mm -hmm. in particular facets of the queer community whereas like gay men now i feel like like i mean it's nowhere near equal or no, non-bigoted yeah. but i feel like we've come to a time now where generally especially with like the advent of rupaul's drag race that like gay men are kind of the zeitgeist at the moment like to Which a degree. Which is problematic in its own because uh, yeah. it's a trend and people aren't trends. No, like, people in cultures and societies are not trends. People in their actual physical makeup as a human being and yeah. personality and sexual, they're not trends. But yes, yeah. I understand what you mean. We have the privilege at the moment. It's, it's trendy to be like mm. in with the gays. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, we're more palatable now. We're more like generally seen as fun and people like costumes and glitter they've always liked that and those are always uh, like things attributed to gay men and I things i definitely think though even with that like it is like you said palatable but it's like so maybe we've taken away like oh it's disgusting it's abhorrent yeah. whatever but it's still that thing where i have friends who will be like oh my god i love gay guys they're so much fun no mm. you, they are fun if they're a fun person they're also not fun if they're not a fun person they're yeah. a person yeah that is problematic and that's what i mean by like it's not equal and it's not not yeah. bigoted yet but um trans stories at the moment like are really only starting to come into the limelight and it <laughs> 
those trans stories are often terrible because you have things like the Danish Girl, where it's Eddie Redmayne like playing Jared Leto, like in, um, what's it called? Um, Texas Ma- Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Yes. <laughs> he is Leatherface, <laughs> one of the most famous <laughs> trans characters. <laughs> trans stories at the moment are where I feel that gay stories were in the eighties, far and few bet- in between. And very much just, like, trying to show that these are people too. Like, yeah, which is such a horrible sentence, yeah. but I totally know what and you that's, mean. And that's just where it is at the moment. Like, hopefully in, like, like looking at how the gay timeline has gone, hopefully in, I would say, 20 years, not even 10, not even 5, like, I would say 20 years. I would, yeah, that seems like would, a good estimate. Like, would we be able to start seeing trans characters as just people on screen yeah like yeah um that that's that i told you was a very long big answer and but it's like it's not that it's a you're a long-winded talker it's that it's a complicated answer yeah and then also i mean as you know i love scamming old men online (laughs) but um like a lot of them have said if i ever brought up anything to do with like you know Queerdom, feminism, mm. they're like, this is such a, this is a young people thing. No. no, in the 1920s, they had this whole institute of trans people, yeah. bisexual, gay, everything under the sun. And then we have the Nazis come along, wipe that out, wipe yeah. that study out. And that's not, I mean, it is queer specific because it's the Nazis, but we've had that a lot of times in history that education gets knocked out for fascist thinking. Yeah. But don't come to me as a 60-year-old white straight man who's had everything <laughs> and then be like, this is new. It's mm. not new. We've been trying to Yeah. We've been trying to tell you for so long. They definitely have internalized homophobia and I mean we all do. I have internalized mm. homophobia. I've internalized all yeah, of those things. I do. Which is but the step is choosing that. And then yeah. you have a 60, 70-year-old person who thought that they were bisexual, gay, mm. trans, whatever you want to, whatever um, label you want to give to them. And they never got to experience that. And then you have these young people who are, compared to them, having an easy way to come out. It's mm. still not easy for those people, but compared to 70 years ago, it is. Yeah. So they feel so much regret and anger towards yeah. young people. So you can have a... a for example, a man who identifies as straight who maybe thought he was bisexual or gay as a younger person mm. has learnt to suppress that yeah. and go and do the quote-unquote, you know, normal mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And then he sees a 20-year-old who gets to just come out, has a yeah. supportive family. It's not the same for everyone, but... Yeah. Well, yeah, like, um, with RuPaul's Drag Race at the moment, I like, I, like, envy all the kids who can be six... I mean, don't let your kid watch RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> if they're six. Like, it's not a kid's show. I know what you mean, though. That stumble across it. Yeah. But, yeah. like, like I mean, getting to watch something like that so young and having it be widely popular and widely... It's people, people like it. Yeah, it's very popular and it's widely liked. And, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a secret, like, the first season when it came out back in, like, 2007, I think, maybe? Or 2008, 2009? That sounds so crazy. Yeah. The I feel first, like it's recent. Yeah. I mean, 2007 is still recent, but, like, you know, 10, yeah. 12 years, mm. that's still a good significant But, like, amount. at that time, even in, like, the 2000s and stuff, you'd watch that secretly, and you would... No one else would know it, except for or maybe... Or you'd watch it if you're gay. Yeah, and, but you would still keep it a secret from, like, everyone else that you were watching it. Um, but, like, now, 
Like you couldn't like you couldn't talk about it at school or anything like that. You're gonna be like, I'm watching this cool show. No, but like now you can be like, oh my god, did you watch Drag Race? Blah blah blah. Yeah. It, it's so well liked and it's so well received and it's so vastly popular um, that you can watch it and you can see yourself on screen and you can see people like as many problems as there are with Drag Race. Like it does have its like problems and it's stuff. It's the same thing that I had with girls. Yeah. It's. From a vantage point, I can see how it's so problematic, but it was an entryway for me to think about it. And it's an entryway for a lot of people, and it's an entryway for a lot of young people. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't know about it. You introduced me, and you were introduced by other gay other, men. Exactly. So, it's like this thing where I feel like I was sort of on the the end where not many people knew about it, but the people that knew about it were very strong in their fan base. Yeah. So I had to be introduced by someone who was queer, and I feel like that's the thing with friendships as well. I fully don't want to call Ruby out right now, but... <laughs> but she was so homophobic. <laughs> well, actually... <laughs> um, no, call me out! I, so, I had... So there was a little brief time where um, Ruby and I lived together before I moved to Melbourne. I was living in her home, um, and my parents had moved away when I graduated high school, mm-hmm. and I was seeing this... Um, guy who was older than me and he was like working full time and stuff and I would go and stay over and do dirty things and such and he <laughs> and he um yeah started showing me drag race I was like have you ever seen drag, drag race blah 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 and like I, I knew kind of of it because I'd seen like gifts and stuff from it but like I'd never connected I'd seen the dots but I didn't know it was from that exactly yeah. and I remember like I came home and I was like to Ruby I was like oh my god like also, this is, like, my own personal instilled homophobia. But I was like, oh, my God, Ruby, I've just watched the gayest thing. I was like, I've watched Drag Race. And Ruby was like, oh, my God, that is the gayest thing. <laughs> she was like... Really? I, yeah. And she, I don't remember this. I and, totally believe you, but... <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, that is the gayest thing. Like, she was like, she was like Chandler. She was like, can you be anything gayer? <laughs> it, was, it was very that. And I felt... I. I I didn't feel hurt or, like, um, targeted or anything, but it did make me think, like, oh, am I becoming too gay now? Like, I know. I, yeah. It, it, it was like that. And it was nothing, like, malicious or anything like mean, that. Yeah. But um, it was even then when, like, it wasn't popular at all and no one had really seen it, but yeah. people knew they were like, that's a gay show. I totally get that. And it would have been something that I said to just, like, agree with you or to yeah. in the context of the conversation, but I totally know what you mean by... When you sort of like, it's almost like testing the waters with something mm. and then someone has a reaction that you didn't want to have. Even though you know you sort of led them into the reaction. Yeah. I totally get that. And you know what? I was, what where were you like 17? We were 17. Like, like I didn't, I obviously knew queer people and didn't know it, but yeah. I wasn't, it's the exact same thing. No representation. No. I only knew like flouncy, like exactly. limp wrist gays. Like I've told, like I've told my mum to watch the show because I'm like, you'd love it. Like it's so much fun. Like it's so like, yeah. it's just light viewing. Like it's a great time. And my mum, like, <laughs> I mean, like she's supportive. Like I have a great family. Blah blah blah. Like all that. But <laughs> she's still. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. She's yeah. she's still that person who I was like, you should watch a drag race and stuff. And she was like, oh. No, like, everyone on there is just going to be really loud and, like, obnoxious and they've just got to be, like, the gayest one in the room and... Which, I mean, is <laughs> not <true>. an unfair... <laughs> Wait, I mean, it's true, but you're not thinking about it right. <laughs> she, yeah, which is not unfair, but 
she's she's not have seen she has not seen an episode yeah. to have made that judgment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The first time, um, like the talk of like gay marriage that had come up when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Like I remember once we were all not we like people were talking about it um, on the bus and stuff, and there was this guy, and he was one year older than me, and I had the biggest crush on him. But I was 13, and so I didn't really register it as a crush. I, I know what you mean, yeah. But, like, I knew it was a crush, but I didn't really like register that it that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he was there, and obviously, because, like, you're 14 and you're a straight white man, you're like, no, like, marriage, especially when you're in high school, like, no, marriage is, like, for men and women, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I fully joined in and helped him defend his argument yeah. because I wanted him to like me. Yeah, and I was way. in a gay way. <laughs> and that, my friends. <laughs> marriage between men and women. That's why you and me should never get married. Just always have gay sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, my friends, is what um, internalized homophobia is. Totally. I remember being that in, in high a school. Nutshell, and I remember being in high school being like, I'm better than these girls because I don't wear makeup. I'm a smart girl. I'm mm. not like other girls, which now I resent to yeah. the end of the world. But it was that internalized, like, well, I'm not meeting this criteria, so I'm better than all of them. And, like, I'm a feminist because I believe women can do anything, but mm. only my type of women, you know, and you're yeah. vapid if you do yeah. anything. I feel like we just rant about stuff. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we haven't talked about talk film. Film, film things. <laughs> and um, movies. Uh, but back to film, um, and your question was, uh, why does Australian queer remember. films <laughs> matter? <laughs> why, yeah, why is Australia, especially, I mean, I'm combining two questions now, but especially with the context of the yes vote, mm-hmm. do you think that's changed? Do you think it's like, we don't need as many queer films because we've already voted yes, or we need more queer films now? Oh, it's well, very, I mean, I'm doing the devil's advocate thing. Yeah. I don't think that we should make less queer films, but... Do you think it's changed the context? Yeah, fully. Um, and it's changed the context in America as well. Like, I know you just asked about Australia and I talked about America and I don't <laughs> like America. If anyone knows me, like, I froth anything Australian. Um, uh, yeah, it's changed everything in America because now, now in gay culture, like gay male culture, suddenly um, when you've always been told your whole life that you don't deserve to be accepted and have what everyone else has and that you should just get used to being alone, um, we have we have done that and we've gotten used to going to parties and having hookups and not expecting anything to last and knowing that we'll never get married and we'll never live in a house and we'll never have children. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that's our life and we've built a culture around that. And now suddenly, once we've fought for this equality people are like whether gay or straight are saying when are you getting married like i can't wait to go to your wedding like uh yeah so like and now a lot of people have been displaced because they're like feeling all this pressure to make use of this um right they've been suddenly given um and also they feel this pressure from inside their community uh to get married and things like that and to have a long-lasting relationship and to live that suburban life and show that we can make it the same way that heteros have. But then a lot of people uh, feel horrible because that's not the way they've lived their life. They've lived their life being different and 
yeah. in a culture that doesn't accept them and suddenly you are accepted. And, and that's what's interesting because um, a lot of people are like, even gay men are still like, oh, we've got marriage, we don't have to do anything else. Mm. No, there's still like a lot of things that need fixing and bridges that need to be built, whether or not it's like fucking Russians being killed still, like totally. Russian gay men. 100%. Or, or if it's still... People getting killed in Australia. Yeah. Like you can't say that just because we said yes, that a very nominal amount over 50% said Which yes. Even that getting was a disgusting to... amount of people that yeah. said no. Moving even on from getting that, to people yes was hard. Still gay, still gay, still <laughs> get gay bash, still get killed for being gay. Yeah. People who, oh, that's my groceries. I mean, this is kind of a personal question and you don't have to answer, but do you think that if that kind of uh, heterosexual trajectory of, you know, moving in, getting mm-hmm. married, etc., fails, you've failed the gay community? Um, to a degree, yeah. It does seem like that because at the moment, um, this is going to get a little bit raw and yeah. <laughs> Brody will no doubt listen to this and I don't know how he'll feel, but um, we've currently been like just like having uh, more than often a couple of fights and stuff. Um, and it's gotten like a bit rocky here and there. And, um, not that I've (laughs) actually said this to him either, but like, um, it feels like that if we were to break up, even though I like love him more than anything else, um, but like if we were to break up, it wouldn't just mean that I've failed like in In a relationship. relationship. It would also mean that I failed to make a gay relationship work because Brody and I, um, our relationship, it's built on trauma. Like it is, I, I have lots of like personal problems and I have problems with self-worth and finding validation in other people. Um, and validation, validation in my work, um, that really puts a strain on our relationship and that comes from being gay and not being seen or being heard or thinking that my ideas and the way I present myself matters as much as like a straight person does. Yeah. And Brody also like, you know, he's grown up in a straight environment like every other gay man does. Um, most, well, anyone, I, I of, <laughs> anyone of our age, yes. yeah. um, you know, and he's grown up in that environment and, Brody hasn't been living um, his life as an openly gay man as long as I have. And so he's still, you know, finding his way and everything like that. Um, But for us to, like, break up, it means more than just us having our relationship end. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the answer to that. Understand what you mean. I mean, not, I mean, it's not my experience. I'm not trying to stay together for the politicalness of it. No, I know, but it's everything, it's, naive to think that when you're in a marginalized position everything you do is political yeah even if it's purely between you and another person or just Mm -hmm. you and yourself yeah it is political it has ramifications on an institutional level which is unfortunate but also powerful yeah my graduate film um was about an aging drag queen who Mm -hmm. um worked in a bowls club in a country town and like it's not making any money and there's like a young drag queen that gets hired and you know a feud starts and then eventually she kills the young drag queen um spoilers yeah (laughs) um the film's the film's okay i learned a lot making it it's got its um moments and stuff like it's not perfect 
Um, I think it's good. And but also as an objective person, I went to the screenings of quite a few and you know what? Then none of them were perfect. Yeah. Like it you're was at definitely school. on the upper tier of mm-hmm. student films, you know? Yeah. Um, not yeah, like I'm a great. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 Um, you're indicating that you understand my words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was my film. And when I went into it, I went into it with a, uh, an intention of doing, um, high art costuming, uh, making it very gay, like very colorful, very campy, everything, everything queer. I just wanted to ooze queerness, like all about it. Um, and keep it like very Australian and stuff. And like my marketing freaks, you have to fundraise your own film. Um, like, and also as a side note, you'll never study any other degree that requires you to spend at least like two grand to even get an assignment done. Not two grand, but in, I mean, it depends on your art course. Like I'm expected to make an artist book this year and that's going to cost me at least $60. Yeah. like Unfunded, which is nothing my... compared to $2,000, but it's, um, why am I paying you so much university <laughs> if you're going to make me do this? Yeah, yeah. My, my grad film ended up costing in total after like submission to film festivals and stuff like $8,000. And like I yeah. got a lot of freebies. Like like that film. If that I, was a good, that was a good ride. Yeah. yeah. Like if I did that everything like paid actors and paid crew and blah, blah, blah it would have cost me minimum like $30,000. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um... So, like, you have to fundraise your own film, um, and so you do a promotional campaign, I, you know, you do it on, like, GoFundMe, blah, 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 and I worked really hard on it because I haven't come from a particularly, you know, well-off family, anything like that. I was yeah. working two jobs through uni and plus doing uni full-time and trying to get a film off the ground, like, I was burnt out, um, and I was working really hard to get as much money for this as I could. And obviously, like, my marketing for a queer film was queer and everything about it let them know that this was the gayest film of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking buckle in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I barely made, uh, like, $1,500 yeah. um, outside of, like, uh, direct family members and stuff. Um, and, and not that anything was particularly prevalent... But it always felt like because my film was gay and because it was so queer that um, no one was willing to access it if they didn't feel like they were part of that world. Whereas some of my peers and stuff were, you know, advertising for their film about climbing a mountain and <laughs> someone... Except other heterosexual stories. And, and a heterosexual couple <laughs> you know, I, dealing know... with depression on a beach. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was very. I know exactly what you're talking about, and that was a shit movie. <laughs> it was. Um... Oh, you went in a cave. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was very that, and you know, like, and yeah. you know, it was like a child worker who was like dealing with a you know beat up child. Like, there was nothing queer about these stories. Like, you had, yeah. you had the. Um, privilege to just tell a story like about anything you wanted to Without tell. Without any. Um like thought associated connotations yeah Yeah, exactly and i not like again nothing was done directly nothing was Mm. particularly poignant um but the entire time it felt like if my film was any other film it would have gotten a lot more money 
it would have gotten a lot more funding, a lot more people would have backed it up. Um, despite how popular things like Drag Race and stuff like that are, like, I thought I have that going for me. Um, but the whole time it felt... And I even I even held um, a fundraising night and stuff. And, like, I had an okay amount of people come, but then for someone else who was doing a film about um, just, like, a dude wandering around the streets of Melbourne, he had, like, 60 people turn up to his, like, thrown-together barbecue, and I put yeah. on, like, a whole lip sync night yeah um so it, it, it like that was one thing to me that kind of taught me that no matter how um accepted you are you're always different to everyone else do you think that that was not intentional in the way that people created a mythos around your film as being exclusive to a special set of people and they thought that, I mean, we've had discussions before, you know, that I can't remember if it was a producer or something that you were supposed to work with was like, I don't know if I can do this film justice because they were a heterosexual yeah. person. Do you think that people unintentionally and potentially with good intentions isolated themselves from these worlds because they thought it's not my it's not my job to tell this story. It's their job. I don't want to take away, you know, yeah, that this, fear. This is a really um, nice segue because I did have multiple people who I'd approached to, you know, come do production design, produce, you know, anything like that, who backed out because they felt like, oh, I don't know anything about drag. I don't know anything about, like, gay things, like, blah, blah, blah. I, 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 I can't do this film for you. Like, I'm not going to do it well. Yeah. And, like, I, like, that's cute, whatever. Like... <laughs> that you you can see that but yeah. you know it's like we're working real hard at trying to make these films just films yeah like we're trying to work real hard at that and like it's real cute but yeah um you're, you're not you're not ever isolated from that we want people to see us and we want people to get to know us and to work with us and to join our culture yeah. with respect and there's nothing wrong with asking questions no there's nothing wrong with that and like we want people to join in yeah. that's what we want we want you to feel included because we know what it's like to not feel included yeah um and so that really? was yeah so that was one thing during film school that i learned was you know either that people feel <laughs> this relates to the podcast excluded from inclusivity yeah um either that or uh they were like this is too gay for me <laughs> i mean they'll never answer which one it was yeah. but <laughs> we can all assume that they were straight up homophobic it's fine rambles good i'm gonna edit it to make me sound good and to make you sound... It's just going to be a loop of yeah. you saying the F word. And I'm Faggot. Like, I was like, I don't know why he kept doing that. It's so weird. Thanks again to Jake. Um, Just to replug his Instagram. It is ridiculous. It's, it's Crab Juice. I-T-S-C-R-A-B-J-U-I-C-E. Thank you everyone for listening. It's been really fun making these and I'm so excited to keep going okay bye